0: Hey, what's up, everybody? This is your girl, the priestess, never your mistress, Yannick Taylor. Honey, here's another episode of Conversations with the Priestess. So get your libations and get your ancestors and sit down and have a conversation with your girl. Happy Pride, everybody. It's your girl, the priest is never your mistress. I pray that your Pride season is going well so far. At the time of this podcast, we're only two days in, but I'm excited. I'm excited. Just seeing the Pride post and everything, which Pride is 365 for me. I don't know about anybody else. But if you know the history of Pride, it was a black woman that threw the first brick. It was a black woman that catapulted us into the pride into us having the rights that we have it was a black trans woman that did all of this and I gotta give a big ups to the legacy of the late Marsha P. Johnson I got to give it up for Miss Majors, Miss Sylvia Rivera and those that came before us that allowed us to have what we know as pride is so much history in that and I want everybody to learn about the history of pride. It was a riot, not a parade and that one riot allowed us now to be able to live In a world, granted, there are some things that we are still fighting for. This is why the fight must continue for queer and trans rights, especially trans rights. We have so many laws that are targeting trans youth, targeting trans people, targeting people just because of who they are. And pride symbolizes not only are we proud to be who we are, but we are continuing the good fight to say, Hey, my black trans life matters, my trans life matters, my queer life matters our life matter as well and speaking of pride for those wondering what I'm doing for pride no I didn't get to do DC pride because of life and work and various things going on Um, I was able to take uh, part in a trans pride dinner here in DC and I was able to sing and meet some great artists and some great people and I am thankful that I'm able to be in not only the Pride Month, but Black Music Month. And in celebration of Pride and Black Music Month, I want to bring up a great artist, um, two great individuals, um, Miss Cam Chanel and Deidre Dequeen. They have worked and put together an awesome work of art, a song called My Life Matters. This song, um, I got to hear the song and see the music video actually on last week at this Trans Pride Dinner. And the link to the song will be in my show notes. But please support this black trans artist, these black trans artists. The song is excellent. Please support Deidre Dequeen, y'all, and Cam Chanel. Awesome singers. When I tell you that Cam Chanel can sing the house down, this girl can really sing. I mean, she can sing down. And Deidre Queen is a fabulous songwriter, musician as well. Songstress, y'all go check this work of art out. And in celebration of black art, especially during Pride Month, I also want to give a shout out to Reginald A. Fleming of Direge Entertainment. I hope and pray that I pronounced it correctly. If I did not, please inbox me, okay? Reginald A. Fleming is a phenomenal filmmaker that I have watched over 10 years, starting out on YouTube with his show The Rainbow Connection, his show Acquaintances, A First Time for Everything, chapters one and through three. And now he has a new film out called The Lyric, which chronicles a singer, an aspiring singer, who finds some lyrics that may lead her to the songwriter's killer this film is now on 2 and they're playing it exclusively for pride month the link is below i want y'all to check this black film out y'all please support black creatives please support black creatives this is a phenomenal work and i'm proud of this young man i have seen his work and he is an awesome 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 filmmaker and writer y'all can find him on youtube again all of the links are below in my show notes y'all go check this wonderful creator out and in pride 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 news so actress and award-winning phenomenal phenomenal woman Anjanou ellis we know her from her films such as the book of negro most recently playing Venus and Serena Williams' mother in the King Richard biopic in ABC's Quantico. Um, and in 2020, we saw her embody the role of the late Dr. Maddie Moss Clark, who gave birth to the iconic legendary Clark sisters. Y'all know them my girls as well as proclaiming I am Hippolyta in the hit HBO series Lovecraft Country. Well, in a recent interview, she acknowledged, notice I said acknowledged, she did not come out, but she acknowledged that she is bisexual. And many people was wondering why she hadn't talked about it before. She said, well, no one asked. And I love how she brought this into the light. She said, honey, look, Basically, and I'm paraphrasing, when it comes down to me talking about my work, I'm going to talk about my work because I'm here to work. I'm not here to talk about this other stuff, but hey, nobody asked, but I'm going to share it. And it gives me such great joy to see that we have black women standing up and standing in their truth and knocking down barriers, big ups to Anjanou Ellis for her work and for her standing strong in her bisexuality. And I absolutely love her. I absolutely love her and her work. I can't wait to see what else she is doing in the film world in acting and entertainment. She is phenomenal. And I am just grateful to see her lineage, to see her work, to see everything that she's doing. And I, I'm still mad because HBO canceled Lovecraft Country. I'm still mad at that, but I pray that another network picks it up and that we'll be able to see that again. I'm going to take a quick break. Here are some church announcements and we're going to jump right into Diary of a Church Girl chapter seven. Summertime is here. Pride season is here and there are lots of events that I know that you're going to attend, right? Uh Uh-huh. So with summer here and cookout season, I know you want to have the best looking hairstyles. And this is where Maven comes in. Honey, Maven has a plethora of Virgin Brazilian loose wave wigs. We have all types of wigs. We have headband wigs, closure wigs and honey if you just need bundles we have those too check out the full selection at my link priestessbeauty.maven.com check the show notes girls and look you can get 25 percent off just by signing up off for offers with your email and we have free shipping and it ships within a couple of days when i tell you i finally Got me some new hair for the summer and I'm absolutely loving it. So go ahead and check out priestessbeauty.maven.com. That's my special link. So go ahead, check it out now and get you some hair for the summer. Love, love, and be free from the priestess. Let's get back into the show. It's time for Diary of a Church Girl, chapter seven. Trigger warning, I will be dealing with details of an adult and sexual nature and some graphic details that may deal with abuse and some acts of violence, so be ready. And if you want to, I do have the chap. Well, the timestamps in my show notes at this time. So let's go ahead and get started. So I left off where it was that first time of me meeting with Bishop Poseidon, and we met up, cuddled that night, and couple of weeks later I had to perform at a pride celebration and he was out of town but he had came into town um, later on that night and he texted me letting me know how the trip went and while he was on the trip he was of course posting you know selfies and things like that on social media and having a good time you know nothing crazy however some of the pictures that he would post were not what he would send me. So he actually sent me a couple of pictures of him shirtless on the beach and him dancing a little bit and, you know, doing stupid stuff. And he was sending me some, you know, not nudes, but it was flirtatious, seductive photos. And we were texting back and forth and I said, well, I'll see you when you get back. You have a great trip. And I really couldn't text him like I desired because I was around Pastor Teacher and a couple of other people Um, because what ended up happening, for some reason, I ended up having to go to a baby shower, which I didn't have a problem with going, but it was the fact that I already had this pride celebration that I was performing at and I wanted to spend time there amongst the community, but Pastor Teacher and the person who organized the baby shower were requesting me because I had a vehicle and it was some things that had fell apart at the last minute so I had to drop what I was doing and be of help which was a common occurrence which me being the good hearted person I am I had I realized now in the months after this that I had problems establishing boundaries for healthy boundaries and then instead of just saying no to everything including with Bishop Poseidon I ended up saying yes you know and I realized that was a part of wanting to be accepted and just wanting to be helpful to people which people will take your kindness for weakness and went on to the baby shower did what I had to do and we ended up some way after the baby shower I get home shower and I'm resting and Bishop Poseidon says oh I may need you to pick me up from the airport because I I gave the chef my car. So the sh- the chef calls me and is like, well, I'm going to pick Bishop Poseidon up. I said, okay, well, you need to let him know because he's been calling me. I'm confused. I got too much shit I got to do at home because not only did I have to prepare for pride, I had to prepare for service that next morning. So later on, Bishop Poseidon calls me after he gets home and For some reason, he lets the chef have his car for the rest of the night. So he calls me and he says, hey, what are you doing? I said, nothing. You know, I said, I'm actually just home chilling, getting ready for service tomorrow. I had already ironed my clothes and gotten all of my things together. And that same night, he wanted me to come over but I really didn't feel like being bothered because I was tired and I said well I can't tonight can we do this another time I'm tired he was like cool cool and we text back and forth and he started telling me how beautiful he thought I was and he accepted me as a woman and he was stating how he had took issue with pastor teacher for not allowing me to present as the woman that I am I said well I will talk about that at a later date. So a few days later um, we started a leadership class and with leadership class it would be myself the chef and, an, and a couple of other of the leaders and ministers and we would be in the leadership class learning different things about how to put together sermons how to how to be effective leaders in the church and at this point he uh, Bishop Poseidon and I were kind of canoodling and texting back and forth and right around the time that the leadership classes had started like a week before Bishop Poseidon and I we end up meeting and that night Pastor Teacher already stated that he wanted to call me that he needed to talk to me about some things concerning the impending convocation that was happening and some other things so this particular night Bishop Poseidon calls me and says hey you want to come over and chill I'm like sure and he was like wear something sexy when he said wear something sexy I already knew what he meant and in the back of my mind I'm like girl you might not want to do this but I'm like hey we both grown ain't nobody gotta know I mean this guy really likes me and everything like that and mind you I was I'm going to be real I was in a vulnerable place And sometimes when we're vulnerable and we're not yet healed, a lot of times we go to things that are comfortable for us. And that was an issue that I had within myself. And I can acknowledge my stuff. So he and I, we met the night and we watched TV. We cuddled and kissed or whatever. And in the midst of us doing what adults do, my pastor teacher calls and Bishop Poseidon says, yo, who is that? I was like, that's pastor teacher. He was like, do not tell them you are here. You are not here. I was like, oh no, never that. So I jump up out of the bed. I'm out of breath. And pastor teacher says, what are you doing? I said, oh, I was in my room dancing around while I was cleaning and, you know, just having fun in my room. Just finished streaming on Beagle. What's up? And he was like, nothing. I just wanted to tell you about the plans for the upcoming ministry engagements. I'm like, sure. He gave me the plans. I hung up the phone. I go back in the bedroom with Bishop Poseidon and we continue where we left off. And he and I did engage in sex that night. And from that point on, that started our sexual relationship. And we would meet like maybe once or twice a week. We didn't always have sex. We would kiss and cuddle or do mutual masturbation stuff like that and I'm telling y'all this is graphic explicit and you know we would talk sweet nothing and he said all the right things and I was in a place to where I was entertaining another person as a friend and we were just in that friend stage and 4th of July comes and we had just left church that Sunday and I tell pastor teacher, I said, well, pastor teacher, I need to go home and change clothes. I'm not going to wear my church clothes. I said, and I need to get some things from the house. And pastor teacher is like, well, go ahead and do what you got to do. Just meet at such an, at Bishop Poseidon's place by six or seven. I said, okay. I said, I'll see what I can do, but I got to go home. Not only did I have to go home, But I ended up having to drop someone off at home, which impeded my time. So I ended up just doing what I had to do, dropping them off at home and coming back home and changing clothes, put on a little bit of makeup and dressed as the woman that I am and went to this 4th of July celebration. And what's so funny about it, Bishop Poseidon had brought a guest to church. I guess this was one of his little pieces. And so when I get to the house, his piece, his little friend, mind you, no one knows about what's going on between he and I. His little friend comes and his friend is eyeballing me the whole time. And I'm like, okay. And what's crazy, he stayed in Bishop Poseidon's room the whole time. He came out and spoke and he barely spoke to me. I showed myself friendly, but while his friend that I knew that he was probably fucking was in the bedroom, in his bedroom, he comes in the kitchen and starts flirting with me. And I'm like, hold up. You know, you got your little friend in there. I said, I understand that we got what we got going on. But remember, we're not in a relationship. We're just fucking. And I left it at that. And we kept it as that. However, during this time, We were still meeting back and forth for leadership class. And there would be some days to where he would ask me to come back to see him. And I would. But then with him constantly bringing this other person around, I kind of start falling back a little bit. And just doing me, I would go out and do my deliveries. And during this time, I was going through a transition on my job. And I was going through some real stuff, some real shit on my job. And during this time of the transition of my job, Bishop Poseidon and I, we weren't messing around as much. But by it also being 4th of July, we were getting we were preparing for to go to convocation later on that month. So before we go to convocation, I had an appointment with a doctor and I get a text message saying, call me. So I called him before the doctor meets me and he calls me asking me about a conversation between me and the chef I had confided in the chef I didn't say who I said I'm seeing someone and I can't tell you who it is but he's a well known bishop me and this man are kind of in something I don't know to make heads or tails of it but I think I'm just going to keep it you know friends with benefits because I think he has someone else I said and I'm actually starting to pull back and me and the chef have this conversation left it at that well Bishop Poseidon calls me and I'm speaking in code names because I don't want to call people's name Bishop Poseidon calls me and asks me had I been talking to the chef about us I was like no I said the only comment I made when when the chef asked me about you is I said that you looked like you had, that you were well in doubt. That was it. And I realized that he was actually playing mind games with me. And this conversation is going to come back. So we go to Convocation. We end up driving while other people flew. And we helped him out with gas and stuff. And we get down there to Convocation. Everything is going well. You know, however, for some reason, he didn't have a hotel room um, because what ends up happening, Pastor Teacher was trying to go the roundabout way to get a hotel room through someone he knew, but that fell apart because the person actually put their job in jeopardy to do so and that turned out to be a whole big mess. So Bishop Poseidon came up with a solution and we all were able to get our rooms and stuff. So one of those nights where there was confusion with the room, Bishop Poseidon, Actually, rooms with me and the chef which I already felt some type of way because although I wasn't presenting as the woman that I am I still felt some type of way because number one I am a woman of trans experience although I wasn't presenting and I felt some type of way in my transness because by this time my body has changed you know I can't hide the boobitch anymore I can't do none of that But I let it be known, look, we're just rooming together. Ain't nothing going to happen between us. And so what ends up happening, Bishop Poseidon rooms with me and the chef. And while the chef is in the shower, Bishop Poseidon, I'm getting my clothes together, getting stuff out of my suitcase, putting some things back in my suitcase, reordering my suitcase so I can be prepared for the next day. And Bishop Poseidon comes up behind me and starts dry humping me and I turn around and he just starts kissing me and I'm like wait whoa what the chef is in the shower and we're doing convocation I don't I don't want this here and we let it go let it go did our thing however I noticed there were certain instances where he would flirt with me on the sly or when everybody wasn't looking. And during one of the conversations that we had with our pastor teacher, it turned into a real sexual conversation about what we liked and didn't like. I said, well, hell, since everybody knows that I have OnlyFans, a bitch like to be choked every now and then. And I was throwing hints at Bishop Poseidon. And we made it through convocation without any more incidents. Come back from convocation. I'm starting a new job as an independent contractor as a a delivery driver for a delivery service. Cool. So during that time, Bishop Poseidon and I, we weren't spending the night together as much, but we would meet up and chat. So this particular day, I was off. This was an off day for me. I had finished working. And took a day off and did some things for me and I get a phone call from him he was like I need to know where I can get a vape pen from I said well I can tell you where are you so I had to meet him in the city and he and I this was in DC he and I end up meeting up I parked my car on one side because he was gonna go to one but he didn't have the necessary paperwork for him to be able to have a medical cannabis card so I took him to another dispensary so I get in the car with him and as soon as I get in the car he leans over and starts kissing me and starts heavy petting and I'm like stop that we out in public honey you don't want people to know I don't want people to know but he also knew that it was someone that was pursuing me but I was keeping them in the friends zone because I was in this situation with him I was in this friends with benefits situation with him and I didn't want too much complex it was something I wanted to have my fun so But I let the other person know, hey, look, I don't want relationship right now. I'm just doing friends with benefits. Yes, I am polyamorous. At the time, I consider myself polyamorous. And he and I, me and this other person, we talked about the situation. I was like, cool, you know, just let me know what you decide to do. I'm here for you. You know, we can do whatever. Cool. So. Bishop Poseidon and I We're sitting in the car kissing We go up to the other dispensary Go in He kisses me before I get out the car Go in and get what we needed Come back out He kisses me again And he goes handle his business Goes to babysit I go back to my everyday life So We continue the sexual relationship But around about August I started pulling back from him Because I saw how his communication changed and I realized, you know what? This was just sexual. It was not gonna go any further. I want something different. I'm gonna do me. And around this time, me and the other person that I was entertaining, we kind of went our separate ways as well. So it was just me, myself, and I. I was out there focusing on building my coin, getting me a new place, finding a better job, and building my OnlyFans as a means for income because I want to get surgeries done is things that I want to get done for me and boom that's, that's what it was that's what happened so I started pulling back from him and at this point I started presenting as the woman that I am next week we're going to pick up on the Sunday that I started presenting as the woman that I am and the aftermath of what happens after I started presenting thank you all for listening to Diary River Church Girl I thank you all for listening I know this is a lot but I'm telling this story to get it off of my chest and I am telling my experience I thank y'all so much live love and be free this, look this is soon coming to an end so I have a few more chapters that I'm going to do and I'm going to wrap this up and yeah so y'all love love and be free from the priestess Mm smoochies